I'm Ashley Aiken. And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace. We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings. Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you. Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble, embark on the journey of self-awareness, forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate a healthy and thriving marriage. guys. This is Ashley. This is the Bridal Breakdown podcast. We are so happy to have you here today bettering your mental health throughout wedding planning because sometimes wedding planning sucks and sometimes it's super fun. So we're here for the journey and to help you along the way. We actually just a couple days ago, maybe yesterday, received a message from Emily, one of our listeners, and I want to read it to you guys. And I want you guys to know Anytime that you send messages and take the little extra time out of your day to share something and how this podcast has impacted you, it only fuels and ignites a little bit of fire in Chris and I to keep going. And as you guys know right now, we don't have sponsors. Hopefully someday that changes. But as of right now, we're doing this as a passion project. We're doing this to change your life. And we are doing this so that you know what to expect when going into this wedding planning journey. So nothing can really take you by surprise and you're more prepared for it. So point of that, please send us all the messages of how this is impacting you and helping you. It makes us so happy. So this was one that we got yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you. You two have truly changed the wedding planning experience for me and honestly my life. I have been so freaking intentional with my decisions and I've been staying sane. I started listening because my friend recommended you guys and honestly, Monday and Fridays are my favorite because I have a 40 minute commute to work and you're all I listen to. I have two months left and wow, I feel great. I posted about this podcast in two wedding groups with over 60,000 followers combined. So hopefully you get some new listeners. Once again, thank you both. You don't realize how much you've helped me in my mental health. Thank you so much for sending that to us. Emily, it is so great to hear from you. It's so great to hear from our listeners in general. There is really nothing that is more satisfying or gratifying, I feel like is more so the word that I wanted, than being able to hear from you guys directly. So please don't hesitate to send us a message. Let us know how this is changing you, how this is impacting your life. This podcast really doesn't go forward without your input and your feedback. So please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can find us on Instagram at The Bridal Breakdown. You can find me. I'm Ash the B, like a bumblebee, B-E-E, on Instagram. Chris is Chris Cerna Photography. You can message any of us and we would just be forever grateful. I'm like forever going to be grateful for reading this message from Emily. So I don't get carried away talking about messages between listeners. I wanted to give you guys a little idea of what to expect in today's episode. Chris and I spend the first 15 minutes or so talking about dogs. So puppy lovers are shooting the shit for the first 15 minutes of this podcast is for you. And you can just hear about like the drama within Chris's house and then me being on my little high horse and telling him what I do as a dog pro, which I'm not a dog pro and I 
do explicitly say that. After that, we get into talking about should you have your wedding indoors or should you have your wedding outdoors? Because that's one of the first things that people encounter when getting engaged. Like, where am I going to get married? Right. That's the first thing that's what determines what your wedding day is that makes all the decisions start there. It's the domino effect. So we talk about it and we go into the pros. We go into the cons of getting married inside versus getting married outside, having an indoor reception, an outdoor reception. And this is just a conversation. Chris and I literally do not follow any sort of outline or structure for today's episode. And I really think you're going to enjoy that. We kind of, you know, pinball around the way that we do. And it was a really fun thing. And I think we unveiled a lot of our like deep desires when it comes to how we picture weddings even. And yeah, that was actually a really, really cool thing to figure out. So without further ado, I'm not going to keep you here listening to my intro. Here is today's episode. Can we talk about dogs for a minute? Of course. I can always talk about dogs. I have too many of them. I know. Do you I want know one? You have... No, I'm good. <laughs> I gonna... actually have an extra dog this week in my house. Oh, that's so two dogs is so much different than one dog. It's like going from one kid to two kids. Okay, well, I can't relate in that. But it's it's but... the it's the same thing. You already have lived it. With, <laughs> I'm sure going from one to two, and then you went from two to three, and then I hear the more that you get, the easier it gets because it's just chaos at that point. Yeah. But so my in-laws are going out of town to Colorado, and we will actually be going out of town to Colorado next week. Um. We were going to ask my mother-in-law to watch the canon. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you keep an eye on canon? We'll be gone for like eight or nine days. And we're going to ask, make that ask. Well, she calls us the day we were going to ask. And she said, hey, I'm going to Colorado. Can you watch Lucy? And we were like, oh, fuck. Nah, yes, of course. But let me just tell you some things about this dog. This dog is a shitty dog. Okay. It's not a good dog. Why? I, it's but so hard for me to believe dogs are shitty. Here's why. Okay. And I, it fully is how she was raised and some mistakes that they did. The biggest one being that they did not socialize her. Oh, we talked about that at the very beginning before you got Cannon. I said one of the she, most important things you need to do is socialize him. And we did. And he is great. He is so good with people. Like, And also his breed too. I think, I do think breed... Do you think breed plays a yeah. factor? Yeah, there's like a tolerance level. Like temperament mm-hmm. kind of thing? Yep. Okay. Well, Lucy is a golden retriever mix with something. I don't know what it is. That's like a golden retriever cocker spaniel mix. So she's mm-hmm. a small golden retriever. Okay. She's really pretty, mm-hmm. really cute. Um, But she can be vicious. See, she is like, mm. she can be so, she's so food aggressive and so toy aggressive. And she's the only like, dog? She's the only dog in the house. Hmm. And, but she's never around anyone except when the family comes over. And we all came over immediately to meet her when she was a puppy. So she's only ever, so I think that's why she's used to all of us. Um, Lara has like four other siblings that I, or three other siblings that live here. And so they all came, their kids came. So she's really used to all of them. But anyone else, so this dog, they bring her over. They drop her off yesterday. And my brother comes in. And you would have thought 
I mean, he was like out to hurt us or something the way that she was like growling and snarling at him. And like, it was like, Oh my God, it's not that serious. Calm down. He's like, even like went to like, let her smell him. And she was still like, anyways, he got up to go to the bathroom in the night. He's in our basement. She lost, you know, her mind and all that stuff. And then someone else came over and she's, she's just so aggressive, even to the point to where this morning, Ellie went to take a toy from her and she snarled really, really, it's like scary snarl. And Mm -hmm. it's like, uh, this doesn't seem okay. So anyways, she's just, she's can be really aggressive. Not all the time. There are some moments like that to where it's, it's like that. Yeah. That's, that's the main issue that I have. She, other than that, like she, she's really sweet with me. She's fine with me. She's fine with Lara, but it's the kids. And then obviously she wants to kill my brother right now. Yeah. My mom's (laughs) trainer would say because my mom's dog which we have boxers and so they are very their temperament is typically great especially around kids like they're very patient playful however my mom's boxer is she can get aggressive when she's on her leash around dogs she's never met she's Mm. the only one of our dogs that can get that way and so she's talked to her about about that and what my mom's trainer would say is like those are things that are a she's not your dog right so you're not here you're not here to fix her but any of those things that are going to trigger her don't have them around so like if she gets resource aggressive which is like around her food or her toys don't have toys out period which is hard with kids yep but we did but yeah, That's put all the toys we, away. We pulled them. I was like, listen, if this blue ball is going to be an issue, we're just going to take the blue yep, ball. Yep, exactly. And Because that's and what's because, triggering her. Yeah. And like yeah. food, just, you know, feed her in another room if your kids that, can't yep. not touch them. But That's otherwise, what we learned really quick. We're she like, sh- all yeah, right, she should be good. As far as new people, I am not a dog trainer, but yeah. you're, it's most of the time when they get like aggressive like that, it's like protective. It is territorial. She is protecting. She wants to protect us. Yeah, and, and I so don't know. There's if it's an for aspect that, of that that Lara kind of really likes. Especially, we just had all sorts of. I don't want to get. I feel like I got really depressing and dark and something that I said last week or a couple weeks ago about like dying. Oh, it was the plane stuff, like dying on a plane. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. But we went down this whole rabbit hole of like her. Like she came up to me. This is a whole other thing. But she was talking about wanting to take a women's self-defense class or like getting a, Me a taser too. or something like that. She j- had just talked about, she was talking to one of our neighbors who had said there's been an incre- increase in like sketchiness in our thing. And I'm like, Lara, this is what I'm always worried about. Like, and so, but anyways, we had a long conversation about like, she's just like, I guess I just never thought about like, I need to be aware when I go to the grocery store. Cause she talked about how she was like reading and realized or found that like, one of the highest spots for abductions is parking lots of grocery stores mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And she, I guess, was talking to another friend that was saying uh, that she's had multiple times men follow her in Target. Me too. Like, yep. I can imagine Target being a hot spot because women just love Target. They like to go there and they just walk around there yep. midday. Yep. So, and I actually like it too, but I don't have to worry about that. So, she started having these conversations and she was like, well, if we had another dog that was a little more you know, protective, like I would feel better about it. So right now the short fix is like, we're just going to try to, she's going to just try to be really intentional with when she's going places. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. not like lingering in her car when she gets in it, like driving away immediately, stuff like that. And yep. 
But anyways, so it would be like really good to have a dog that was trained that we could like aim that aggressiveness at if we needed to. Like, hey, that person's bad. Or I feel like dogs can even pick that stuff up. Yes. Like that person's sketchy. With her, and since she's not your dog, but if she was, I would, and I'm not a freaking pro, but I would say like you or Lara, you guys are not her alpha. You know, like dogs are very much like live in like a pack and there's like a pecking order you guys are not her alpha and she may be the alpha in her house like they're one of the humans may not even be alpha like she may be alpha like she runs the house like super obedient with me so she may look at you like you're an alpha and so if you tell her no like a she's getting aggressive and protecting which is a good thing but so like okay so did you hear me when i went out and kind of yelled like lucy Yes. Like she stopped what she was doing and she got on the ground and looked down. Like, yes. She's, you, you gave her an order and she, she was like, okay, he says it's okay. So it's okay. Like I did my job. I alerted yeah. the house that there is an intruder. Uh, yeah. And you said to relax essentially. And then she did. Like and she's ease. been good ever since. Like yeah. she alerted. It's like with dogs. <laughs> this reminds me of this. I don't even know if it's It's almost close. like you have to like let them know that security, like. Hey, this isn't a breach of security. It's okay. We're safe. You did it. You did your job. Like the mailman, they are the dogs get go crazy for like the UPS man. Yeah, you said that last week. And the second that the dog leaves or the UPS man leaves, they get this satisfaction. They did their job. They scared them off. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. kind of reminds me. But when you so Justin now when the dogs bark with the UPS man, I get frustrated. But he like tells them good girls, like good girls, and then they I all like, like let us know. wag his, their tail at him while he's still at the door. And he was like, "You did it! You did I it!" I love that wagging motion you just did. You literally <laughs> did it like you would have a tail. Yeah. Anyway. No. Yeah. That that makes total sense. That makes a lot of sense. So we have her. This is day one, and we still have uh, four more days to go. And even more than that, like I got woken up so much last night just because, and I get it. She's probably scared. She yep. misses her, you know, yep. her mom and dad and it's a new place. And honestly, she didn't do, she wasn't barking. So they dropped off the kennel. And so we're like, okay, she's going to sleep in the kennel. Well, then she's barking the whole time. And so mm-hmm. then we text and they're like, oh, she never sleeps in her kennel. And we're like, oh, you should have told us that. Like Cannon loves his kennel. We put Cannon in his kennel. He's, but we, we crate trained him. Mm-hmm. Like you took, like I remember us talking about this. He's in there and he's out it's within a, place. a minute. Yeah. And he's out. And he'll even get under his, like, bed. So you can't even see him. He's, like, under it. So that's all lights out. Like, he loves it to be dark. She cannot have dark or be in a kennel. Like, she, and she roams. And then they're like, oh, we're like, when do you put her in the kennel? And they're like, oh, we never do. And I was like, Why'd you give us the kennel? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Confusing, mixed signals. Yeah, so anyways, she woke me up a bunch last night. I'm sure things will continue to get better. They will. But whenever we go out of town, um. Lara's parents are going to watch Canon uh-huh. for significantly longer. So the good news is, is that these two will have been app acclimated to each other for five days and mm-hmm. it'll make it easier on her parents, which Canon just doesn't know when to leave her alone. And she's got aggressive with him a couple times, but it's like, but that's also okay. Canon, listen, like you, she's telling you not to yes. do this. So hopefully he'll pick up on it Yep, and he'll stop. Yeah. Those but are those social also, cues from her. I think he's, He's also starting to get his like boy feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like starting to red rocket and stuff. Yeah. And so I'm like wondering 
Is he going to try to mount her? And he might. And she might correct him. And that's okay. And that's like a hard part to watch your dog be corrected by another dog. And something to like remember is that like our dogs have their own way of communicating and like they have boundaries and they can let you chew on their ear as often as you want until their boundary has been reached and they will let you know that that is enough. And that was one of the things our trainer had told us. Like, we were like, how do we know when the play is too rough? And she said, as long as they're still coming back and they're not like continuously moving away, then you're good. Mm -hmm. And so that happened yesterday where Lucy was done and we had to tell Cannon, Cannon, no, like she's done. And so he kind of backed off for a little bit and then Lucy approached him and then, you know, 15 minutes later and then they were back at it and they're playing. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. But it is kind of hard because you're like, uh, do I mm-hmm. interject? Okay, second dog thing, and I'll make this one quick. Okay. Cannon sheds an ass ton so much. That is like, yeah. I don't even, they have two coats. And we had bought this, like, it wasn't the most expensive. One. I think it was like a $15 brush at like Petco or something. And it just was not doing the job. Like, it was not, and I was like, man, we need to find a better comb. So I'm at Aldi today, and they have one, but it's like a rake, and it's one that doesn't like over. It doesn't overdo it. It was really cool. And it was only five bucks. So I got it. I was like, oh, look, Lara, look what I got. And so she was like, oh, I just brushed them. And so, and I was like, okay. And so anyways, I brushed him and he lost an ungodly amount of hair. Like it was so, like, it was a lot. But I think you're supposed to do that at the beginning of summer, right? Like you're supposed to brush. Is that how that works? Like you brush all the long hair out? I don't brush my dogs. Okay, well, some people I, we, have to. We, I don't we really wear a lot of black, yeah, and it's always on us. Yeah, and so, anyways, it's really helped a ton. And when I say ungodly, it's not like he's bald or anything. Like he doesn't have any patches. But well, he's a corgi. It's just crazy he's got an how many hair. Yeah, how much hair was there? So, was super stoked about that. Heck yeah, we had that. We got the Furminator. The Furminator. Yeah, you don't talk about. No. Oh my. Is that gosh. a brush? Yeah, but it's expensive. It's expensive. Well, now I'm going to want it if it's, you tell me about it. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. We got the is, little is, one for cats. It sounds like it has a vacuum. No. <laughs> no, it's literally just a brush. I'll send you a link for it, but it is my, like, it's the easiest brush ever. And it's so satisfying and it's so easy. Oh, I love the Furminator. I think that's what it's called. I'm going to laugh if I'm freaking saying that wrong, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's the Furminator. Yeah, it is. It is. The Furminator. That was a really fast Google search. It's the it's the fiber internet, man. It was right there. Yeah. The Furminator. So anyways, Furminator. he hopefully it's going to help and we probably need to brush him uh, more see, often it's like than we do. Bucks. But we're just living in a constant state of hair everywhere. Yeah. Like the other day, Lara pulled a pan out and there was hair all over it. And we're like, how did that even get in the cupboard? Yeah. <sighs> His undercoat's probably like finer. Finer hair texture too. Pup probs. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. But any anything anything you got going on? No. Um not really. Nothing no. we, we talked about some stuff Friday on last week. Yeah, yeah, nothing that I didn't talk about last week. My focus is just on trying to simplify the routine that I have in my life and prioritize myself. So I talked about that a lot at the beginning of last episode. If you guys are curious, it's been great. It was a really good episode, actually. But um, it's probably titled something about hobbies. Yeah. 
highly recommend yeah, going and listening to it. My partner has five hobbies and I have zero. Yeah. And so Chris so. and I talk a lot about that and a lot of personal stuff. So if that interests you, highly, highly recommend giving that a listen. But that's probably the biggest part of my personal update or I'd repeat myself. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I totally get it. I totally understand. Let's talk about what we're going to be talking about today because we actually went back and forth on today's topic. And uh, and so why don't you let our listeners know what we are processing through? Yeah, we were contemplating talking about like kind of having another like pandemic episode and Chris and I haven't thought about this in a while like the, when we started the podcast that was episode two two yeah back in February yeah. we had a pandemic episode and like pivoting your wedding plans during a pandemic and while that's all still relevant Chris and I live in the Midwest and mm-hmm. we have been having normal weddings I don't even remember the last time that I like went to like a masked wedding. It's been Uh, bizarre. It's been a minute. So it's kind of like, and everybody has different views, right? On the pandemic and like masks and vaccines and stuff. And that said, it's been strange living in a world where it, it really truly feels normal right now. Like, yeah, me, somebody who wore a mask diligently, and got vaccinated. Really didn't leave your house no. either for like a year. Yeah, yeah. I got vaccinated the second I could get vaccinated. I I'm not wearing a mask at the grocery store anymore, which is so. Are you thinking about it? Like me. when you go out? Yes. When I go to walk in the grocery store, I'm like, oh, but then I don't have my mask on me, and nobody else is wearing a mask either. But I it, I still have the thought going into the grocery store, nowhere okay. else, but only the grocery store, and I feel like that's like a. Do you go? It's your to food. Eat? Uh, you guys really don't go out to eat much, right? No, like we eat at home stuff. mostly. But anyways, Chris and I, that's like kind of the world that we live in. And because of that, we haven't really been thinking about weddings within the pandemic. And other parts of the country, not the Midwest. Right. Because it's still happening. Like I'm seeing Facebook posts about it from in like wedding planning groups. It's on Reddit still. And so we were like, maybe we should do an episode on that. And then we just kept going back and forth because we don't have a whole lot to say given where we're at, right? Yeah. And and really the other thing is too, is like we don't, like sure there are a lot of people that are still experiencing and thinking through these things, thinking through uh, mask mandates and, and pandemic protocols and all of this stuff. But we don't know if those people that are still going through those things and thinking through those things are our listeners. Right. Like, and you you guys. And so if you are processing that and still thinking through that let us know because if that is a need we want to be able to meet that need and cover that and we'd probably do it on a friday episode yes um so let us know you can shoot us a message on instagram you can message us on facebook you can join our private facebook community and let us know um but again we want to serve you guys with the content that's going to best represent where you're at so if no one's wrestling with this then maybe we'll hold off i, I don't know but yeah we we want to just, if there's people out here that need this, we want to be able to provide that. So. Yeah. Chris and I are more than happy. Like we were geared up to have a conversation about this today. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we even <laughs> like kind of thought through like, is this, but then we started to think, well, is this a need? So we Would thought we'd listening? ask. Yeah. yeah. But in, in researching for this topic, for that topic, we came across another topic. 
one, Ashley, that I cannot even believe that we've never talked about. I know. I know. It's like so shocking. And you thought of this and it was once you said it, I was like, yes. Why have we not talked about something that is literally probably in almost every wedding conversation? Yeah. And we're talking about indoor weddings versus outdoor weddings. Right. Like where to get married in the first place. Like I feel like this is the very first thing couples are talking about and battling with. And so why don't we talk about it? Like we have lots of thoughts, all the thoughts. Tons all the of thoughts. Li- tons so of this light may bulbs. be a less structured episode. We're probably just going to be spouting off a bunch of stuff. So just bear with us. Uh, but the first thing that might be a good place to start is thinking about seasons. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, so what season like the bride or groom are getting married in? Like, yeah, actually, I have an even better place to start okay. before seasons. Okay. What do you really want? Okay, because this can determine the season. This as can well. really determine. Yes, like there are, and you, I'm sure you guys have had couples like this. Like people who really want to get married outdoors have always wanted that. Like who end up getting married outdoors. Yeah. They, when they visualize their wedding, they always thought about like, I want to be on a vineyard or at a farm or on a on a lake, you know, whatever, somewhere in a forest. They they have their heart kind of set on out outdoors. Um, and then people who, I feel like the other indoor option is almost always a church. Uh, and there are other venues that are not churches, but Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a large chunk of them that are, and it's typically Catholic church or something. Yeah. Well, and some people like don't want to be hot. And so they just picture they're getting married in the AC because they just can't handle the heat. I get that a lot, especially with guys in suits, but that is definitely something to consider. Like, where do you picture it happening? I had a couple who they pictured having their wedding in Colorado and being in Kansas. It's weird that you talked about Colorado earlier. Uh, Being in Kansas, Colorado is a hot spot for us Kansans to go to because it's only a few hours away. It takes us like seven hours to get to Denver. Mm -hmm. So I had a couple who that was their dream. And being that it really wasn't super realistic as much as they could have done it, all the vendors that they know are here and planning a destination wedding is a beast all in its own, which PS everybody listening, that episode is going to come. Yes. We've heard you. There's been multiple people in the Facebook community group that have asked for it. Yes. I know that we've even had some private DMS about it. We We're are do doing it. it. We are doing it. So we're getting it on the schedule. Yes. This couple in particular, they're like, that is a lot of logistics that come into play planning a wedding out of state. We're going to plan it locally. So they went and scouted a location that gave them that same outdoor vibes. And it was like an hour away from home. It was like a waterfall and it was beautiful. It was, it was gorgeous. It wasn't like mountainous, but it was like tucked in this waterfall. It just, you were surrounded by the outdoors. You heard it. So they accompanied that energy that they would have gotten eloping in Colorado and brought it here. So that's another thing to kind of like think about i was going somewhere with that and why i wanted to bring that up it was like where to get married i think well you were we were just talking about like if you've always visualized yourself and seen yourself getting married in a specific location like so they while they weren't able to do it in that exact location or state that they wanted they made it work and it still happened outdoors yes they knew they wanted it to be outside yeah and so i think first off like you you probably already know we're going to say this. Like we always want to encourage you 
as you and your partner are planning to do the things that you want to do. Do you want to get married outside? Yes. If it's a yes, do it. Sure, you're going to get pushback about weather, temperature. Uh, it's a lot harder to kind of plan through. You might, Your mom might not want you to do that. Your dad might not want you to do that. But ultimately, we're always going to encourage, encourage you encourage. to do encourage <laughs> you to do what you want to do yes. because it is you and your partner's wedding day. Yes. That's absolutely. probably the first thing to figure out is where do you visualize yourself? Yep. And then if it is outside, you definitely want to take season into consideration depending on where you live. We live in an area where we get all four seasons. And so this is easy for us to talk about. You could live in sunny California where you could get married any month of the year. Right. But but you're going to pay an ass load for your vendors. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it blows me away. Just like the discrepancy in pricing. Oh, my gosh. Between like Midwest versus a coast. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Beyond wild. Totally different, too. But yeah. Yeah. What was what did you just say? The thing to consider? Season. Seasons. Mm-hmm. Seasons. Okay. You definitely got to take that into consideration. I feel like. Most people, I don't know if y'all's weddings are like this with K&B, but I feel like we do very few weddings. Actually, we do almost zero weddings in January, February, and like one or two in July. Like July is because no one wants to be in the heat, like Mm -hmm. the heat, which this July has been so far kind of really cool and not as July-y, but I'm sure it'll warm up. But you typically have people that are thinking through like, okay, I don't want it to be snowing outside and us freezing our butts off. And I don't want to be sweating my butt off in a suit or outside. Yes. So you got to pick your month. What month is it? Look at the farmer's almanac. Look at previous months to figure out like where that um, like, like temperature spot. threshold is. Yeah. And like rain is something to consider. Like it rained almost all of June la- this year, which was bizarre you just you don't know so if you look at like the history of the weather also take that into consideration if you really want an outdoor wedding which is essentially just predictability like an outdoor wedding you just have to know if you really want that it is going to be there is a chance for it to be unpredictable versus if you do everything indoors you're not really worried about the weather yeah that's not something that you're worried about yeah and we recorded an episode called weather wedding weather Weather day, weather, what, what, what was, was that called? Weather anxiety? Yeah, but it was something else, like something, weather anxiety. It was weather anxiety, but something else. But we recorded an episode on wedding day, weather anxiety. That might've been it. And wedding day, wedding day, weather anxiety, episode 34. Perfect. That one is really beneficial if you are going to be getting married outside because it can put your mind at ease and like set you in the right mindset, I guess. But weather Weather is something to just know you can't control it. You have to relinquish control. You can hope for the best. While you're here deciding indoor, outdoor, you were probably at the beginning of your planning journey. But you want to definitely go in planning and hoping for your outdoor wedding if you want it to be outdoors, but also have a plan B for if weather gets in the way of that so you're not stressed out the week of the wedding because you already have a plan B. And you want to make that plan B as much uh, as much as it, as much like a plan A as you can. Yeah. Like, so something that you're going to love. So it's not just like, oh my gosh, I hope we don't have to go to plan B because I hate it. Like you want to make plan A something that you 
can honestly love and be very happy with on your wedding day. Yes. Yes. Totally agree. And I feel like that's something I want people to get that message very early on. And because there's just nothing I think more devastating than only planning for an outdoor wedding and then looking at the forecast and seeing all rain and being like, what the heck am I going to do? I haven't even thought about this. And then you're scrambling week of. Yeah. Like picture if it, if it had to be outside, I'm really early. If it had to be, if it had to be inside, I mean, if it had to be inside, what would make me love it? That's a really good question to ask because a lot, I mean, I don't know if it's a lot. There are venues that have an indoor and an outdoor situation. You can get married outdoor. You can get married indoor. There's some where it's like, hey, we don't got a building. It's all outdoor. Like, yes. You can rent this tent from us and you can do your reception there or whatever, but it's it's either or. And so, yeah, like, for instance, maybe you chose a venue to where you love the outdoor, but you're not really crazy about the indoor. Um, that may be something to consider. Like, do we really want to book a venue where our plan B is most likely going to be something that I really don't like where the whole wall is covered with animals and taxidermy, you know, stuff like, is that something that we really want to go with? Yeah. Well, I'd be okay if this rains out and because it could happen. Yeah. You never know. It 100% could happen because that happened to us. The one of the, I've been, we've been rained out twice in our entire career twice, which, but my rained out, I mean, rain all day from start to finish shoot outside, could not shoot outside. There wasn't a break in the rain. It's only happened to us twice. One of the times, oops, I just bit my tongue. One of the times was taxidermy time when it was all taxidermy. Like that was, of course, of course. But. And you just do the best that you can do. You do. At that you point. Do. And you, you, you remember and root yourself in like why you're getting married in the first place. It's not, you're not getting married for nice weather. You're not getting married so you're, so it's like the pretty, like, that's not why you're getting married. So you have the prettiest photos or the nicest weather. You're getting married yeah. to celebrate with your friends and family, likely, and marry the, like, love of your life. Totally. So that's 100%. something to remember. So beyond weather. Beyond weather, I think something else to, for you to consider is even just the look and vibe and feel of your photos. Uh, photos being outdoors are going to look very different than photos that happen indoors. Um, there's probably going to be some flash that happens if there's no access to windows and you can't get window lighting and all that stuff. So, I mean, you could honestly, what I would do if you, if that's a concern for you is you can go on Instagram and let's say your venue is the Hudson. That's a local venue here in town. And you can just visit number one, if they have an Instagram page, you can visit their page, see what photos have looked like there, just get a good feel for like, oh, this is, yeah, sure, the editing is a little different, but overall, this is kind of what people are working with there. Um, You can also Google and search by location, so the actual address, uh, and then you can get some like more examples of photos and stuff there, and then they might have some stuff on their website too, but lighting is going to play a really big... um, a big role on in indoor and outdoor too. Yeah. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Well, I was just thinking, why don't we talk about like some pros to an indoor wedding and some cons to an indoor wedding? And that might help people also like look at it from a different perspective. Because like yeah. I hear you say like the vibe of an outdoor is different than a vibe of an indoor. And I'm like, heck yeah, the vibe of an outdoor is so what I want. But then I'm not thinking about some of the more realistic parts of an outdoor wedding, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah. if we go through it, and I think we start with the maybe less sexy option, which is getting married inside, is generally less sexy. Unless you're like spending bukus of money on a on a really nice venue downtown. Typically, I think if you get married downtown in an indoor vet what, venue, it's probably going to be pretty it's cool. It's probably going to be pretty sexy. Or yeah. like a brand new venue. Yeah. There's one in Missouri that we just shot at, and it's so pretty. What's that called? Is that the... White Iron Ridge. Oh no, that's not the one I was thinking of. Really pretty. Um, but okay, so do yeah. you, okay, so you want to talk through pros or cons first? Let's talk through pros. Pros okay. of getting married inside. So we'll start obvious and we'll go less obvious. So pro number one, you don't have to worry about the weather. It is predictable AF. You know exactly what you're getting. You're not yep. going to be stressed out. You know what you're getting. Yeah, it's it's just it's easy. So for those of you that are like, I don't even want to have to stress about it. I don't have to think about it. Like if, some people want to roll the dice on on outdoor, but if you don't even want to, I mean, man, indoor might be the thing for you. You yeah. know what you're getting? Predictable. Uh, the another pro is I think probably one of the biggest is AC, AC or heat or temperature control. Yeah, yeah we'll say temperature, temperature controlled. controlled. You're out of the elements uh, as far as temperature goes and humidity. Maybe. You can get uh, you can get married in an off season like winter, True. you know, like where it is snowing, and maybe you'll get a discount. So yes. that could be another pro, like off season rates because it's not that big of a deal. Like if it's yep. super super hot, it'd probably more like most likely be winter that you would get the off season rate. Yeah, there's like some off seasons that I can see people like hesitating. Although there was this weird off season moment that just happened for Texas when they had their frozen week. And that was an off season yeah. and we had all those episodes because that girl that I know got married totally. during the freeze. <laughs> did I have I talked about that on this podcast? Like what ended up happening and they changed their venue? That I, I don't think you did. Really? Did you? I think I just told you this and I don't know if it was on air or off I don't think air, you talked about it on the podcast though. We we she inspired a lot of episodes for us in the beginning because of like unpredictability and like remember your wedding why, it's gonna be okay. Yep. Well, she ended up being able to get married like the day before the wedding. The like the let's see, her wedding was on the like, Friday, and they chose a Friday and off season because it was like way cheaper. Well, the day before that, if they would have gotten married on a Thursday, or maybe they got married on a Saturday, and if they would have gotten married on a Friday, regardless, the day before the wedding would not have happened. There was no power. There was no water. Pipes were bursting. Everybody was crazy. There was snow on the ground. It was still freezing. The in next, Texas. In te- in, by, the, by the Gulf of Mexico. Like, yeah. And then the very next day, temperatures reached 40 degrees. The snow started melting. There was water. There was heat. I got to get married. Just a little random conclusion. Because I know you've got to remember me talking to you about Oh, no. Her. I remember. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. I just didn't know if we ever... I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. We gave a little, little it was update from way back in the day. Way back in the day. But... Anyways, everything turned out good, but also something she shared, which has stuck with me, she shared this with me a couple weeks ago, that she changed her wedding venue last minute because if they had to get married indoors, her first venue, she wouldn't have been happy with it. So they ended up foregoing the deposit, getting the new venue, and just in case the weather was awful, she would like her indoor option. Wow. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. 
that's some universe stuff. Too. I know, like right? Working out and it all working together. Yeah, random. I'm trying to think of some. In. I'm trying to think of some other pros when it comes to getting married indoor. We've said weather, uh, lighting, temperature. Okay. And I'm just, oh um. Well, this is also weather, but it's like wind. Right. Like well, I of, think like wind and humidity are things that to think about, especially if you're like like on it's a coast. not going to affect your hair and makeup as yeah. much. Like to be outdoors oh. and stuff. And maybe you step outside and do a couple quick photos outdoors. But I remember off season thought, because that's what took me to the Texas thing. There's like hurricane season that some people have to oh, yeah. deal with. And that might be your off season. But then you're taking a gamble there. And I think like that's around like, I, that's right now. That's right now. Hurricane season is like eight months <laughs> <Hurricane> in <laughs> Houston. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, They're always afraid of getting taken out by. I know. So much rain. Wave. So... There's that, um, but that reminded me of something else. Oh, just winter and cold. There's hurricane season, there's tornado season, but we don't worry about that around here. Yeah. Oddly. Have you noticed yeah, that, by the way? We don't I mean, have I like... Wor- torn- I worry about it. It's because you moved here. <laughs> I'm not from so, here. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm but always we don't afraid. Have the problem, it's not here anymore. I don't remember the last time we had a tornado scare. Don't don't say that. Don't say that. Now it's gonna happen. (laughs) Oh, I would be so upset. Maybe you should cut this out of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to put it out into the world. We don't want to put that out in the world. Good. Okay. So another one that you might not have thought about, a pro for getting married indoors, is you can decorate earlier, the day before, because you don't have to worry about decorations and stuff flying everywhere, being all taken around. Like you can get in. You can plan the day before. You look really impressed. That was a really deep, good one. I love it. Yes. Something else that could be a pro is that you could, although I don't see this happening a lot, you could set up your area to be like Oscars style seating. Is that what they call it? Where everybody's sitting at their tables, whichever one that is, that you sit at your tables for the ceremony. And then you don't necessarily have to do a room flip or like, and I feel like when I do see that, I see like three rows of chairs for family and then all the guests sit at the tables. Yeah. That's kind of what they do at uh, Grace Hill. Yeah. I've seen it. And then you that, that style seating. don't have to do like a huge flip in between. It's just like moving a couple of tables um, after the ceremony. And so there's not, doesn't have to be like a gap where you move your guests, you know, like at a, yeah. at a venue, like one big room, you'd have to shuffle everybody outside so that they could remake the room work for the reception so you have that option and that opportunity those are some those are some pros for indoor do you have any cons i have a lot of cons but i also like really enjoy shooting indoor weddings at the same time i from a photographer's standpoint i love it yeah because we're not out in the elements and the elements are honestly the biggest pro of it even lighting that's another pro of an indoor like the light oh, yeah. is consistent, is, like consistent it lighting. Is even, but you kind of lose some depth with that. Definitely. But still it's a not pro. the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Still a pro. You yeah, because some sometimes you're light. outdoors and it's just like, holy. The harsh light. Overcast situation. here. Can I get some? <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So some cons of indoor. Let's go there. <sighs> I'm going to say the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly. Even though it's sometimes, even, it can be dark. It, yeah, it can be really, really, really dark to where there's just, it's very ambient. It, the vibe feels great. It looks good to the eye. But I mean, sometimes our can like our cameras, we need some source of light. 
Like they can handle some pretty decently dark conditions, but we still, or you're going to get something called noise, which is like grain on the photos, which is a vibe. Some people like it. Some people hate it. I mean, it is what you had to do. You had to push your camera to get the photo, but the lighting can definitely be a pro. Not always, but if it's really, really dark. He means con. Yeah, sorry. I mean con. That can be a con. I and do... then sometimes, on top of lighting, sometimes at churches, you can't use a flash, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't always use a flash in a church, but there are some situations where you really got to yeah. do it. The opportunity would be nice. Like the, the availability is what I say yes. sometimes. I'm like, I probably won't. But can I if I feel like it's necessary? Yeah. Um, yeah, the need to use flash can definitely be a con. Um, if you're like in a church or something like that. Yeah. You had one. Another con is like from a photography standpoint. So this doesn't super matter for the couples, but you're so limited to where you can go. Like... Sometimes like venues are packed so tightly that you can't go around the sides. Mm. So when you get married outside, a lot of times there's a lot of freedom for you to like get really creative. When you're in a room, ceremony. Yes. When you're in a room, you are stuck to those four walls and can only do so much. Sometimes that means you can't move around a lot. Sometimes that means like your shoes are clacking. So you got to walk around really quietly, which is totally also that's totally fine. Um, But the you don't necessarily. I don't know. I was going to say you can't get as creative, but also architecture can help with creativity. So that's like a double-edged sword. Do you remember that little room that they used to have at Noah's that was kind of like an off yes. shoot? That that's people... the one that you can't walk on the side. You can't. You can only be in the middle. Yeah. It was the worst. It was the worst. The worst. There was literally no other option besides leaving and going around that other door. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's a, that can be a con. can, depending on the venue, can be a con. Um. Oh man, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think through some other cons. A con Honestly, could be during this pandemic. There's a little uh, like social distancing is not as easy to do. Yeah. And being outdoors good. is obviously like the smarter way to go. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase that, but No, I think so. Sometimes uh, a con that I just thought of from a photography spec perspective is maybe if it's just one big room, sometimes it's really hard. Like you can't go outside. Let's say you, you need to use the cover of your indoor wedding because elements are bad outside. Sometimes it can be really challenging if you got to do family photos, even after the ceremony, even before the ceremony, when there's people all around and you only, you don't really have a great spot to do it. You can be limited by that indoor space that you have. Yes. You can pull it off, but it, Sometimes it can just be really challenging a room and really flip. overwhelming because of, yeah, like, like with the room flip the room or flip. even with how loud it is, sometimes like volume when you're trying to direct and do things, yeah. let's say family photos, and but everyone's in the same room and no one can hear you because all of the ambient noise of people talking and chattering. Okay, but know? a pro that I didn't think of is, and this goes into like the reception part, but thinking everything being inside... The a nice thing about having like a space versus all outdoors, and I'm thinking for the reception, is that everybody stays together. Where if you're you have an outdoor reception, like people wander off 
and like yeah, the party of, like, doesn't Prairie happen. Hill. Yeah, people like spread out a ton. They do, they do, and I'm I'm very excited for their building because I'm wondering how much that's going to change that dynamic. But you'll have people at the bar way on one side of the outdoor area, and then people in the dance way on the other. And there's just so much room in, at outdoor spaces that people oh. don't necessarily congregate. They're and not it's forced. Really to. hard, like. In a bigger space, it's hard to find the groom or the bride. You're like, hey, we need the bride. Where there's, where's the groom? I feel like the groom is always missing. There's like time to do the first dance, yeah. and the groom is like, he's just living his best life. And he's he's having, having a ball. conversation, yeah. like on the other side. Yeah. But if it's outdoors, he could be on the other side of the property that yes. is open. You know, like that can be really difficult. Too. Yeah. Now we're just, I, I know we're deep diving, but right, right, <laughs> right. So I think that though that covers like kind of the cons of. Um, at least the surface cons of surface an indoor one. I most of the time lean on it's always I it's not that I prefer indoor because it's not that I prefer them, but anytime I have an indoor wedding, I generally am like like I know what I'm working with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that it predictability is great. Yeah. Yeah. The outdoor weddings, like the ones where we're like, oh man, we're going to be at so-and-so. It's And we both know like we're going to be outside all day. We're not going to catch a break. The other thing is our couples aren't going to catch a break from the elements either, mm-hmm. which is That's a, a whole nother level of draining on them when you've been taking photos and smiling and all of that stuff. Like you don't get a break from the elements. And Maybe by elements, sp- it can be like that, that wind. Like w- heat, wind, uh cold humidity i mean all of it it's, oh you're yeah. just exposed it just to, takes to it. it out of you like yeah. you know those days that you go you know to the beach or to the lake and you're outside in the sun all day and then like you get home and you crash at 6 p.m yes that's kind of like if you have an outdoor wedding and reception combo it's like if you don't have a place to escape yeah it can be really tough it can be really tough ideally i think the best of both worlds is having an indoor reception with lots of window lighting and then also a beautiful property that you can shoot on outdoors so that yes. when you need to take photos outside, you can do that. That's like a, the ideal situation. Yeah. I have a That's wedding perfect. coming up at the end of this month and they are doing a indoor wedding. It's just at the barn at Grace Hill. So it's a big white barn. And there's a lot of similar ones around the venue that like give that vibe. So if you can just think of a big white barn, everything's white. They're doing their ceremony and reception indoors, even though it's in the summer, but they don't want to deal with the heat, but they have the opportunity to do outdoor photos Yes. for like groupings, like formal bride and groom stuff can be outside, but they can escape to the elements for both the ceremony and the reception for comfort, which yeah. is, I just don't do that. Like I feel like most of the time during the warm months, if they're getting married at a venue like that, like most people like go for the outdoor option. So I thought it was really cool that they're choosing to like go against the grain in that way. Yeah. We, we just shot there or last month and that's exactly what we did. And it was hot as balls. Like it was so hot outside and it was like, I let the bridesmaids chill inside. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go work with the groomsmen. We'll be gone for, we'll be back in less than 10 minutes. We went outside, did what we had to do, came back in, let the groomsmen chill out. Got the bridesmaids. Hey, we're going to go outside. We're going to shoot for 10 minutes. Groomsmen drank beer. We went outside, shot, came back in. I let them chill for five. And I said, hey, we're going to go outside for five minutes and do full bridal party. Oh, my gosh. And we. They're so appreciative. But it was like they're not out there where they could have been. You know, they were only exposed to the heat for 15 minutes total. They could have been exposed to heat for 30 minutes total. Yes. Huge difference, especially in their mood. 
you know? Oh, yeah. So definitely. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the cons. Let's start with cons. Let's talk about the cons with getting married outside since we're kind of there right now. I, you can't I, escape well, we the already, elements. Yeah, we already know heat, wind, elements, all that stuff. I'm going to throw mosquitoes and bugs out there. Ooh, Sometimes call. the mosquitoes can be so bad outside. Yeah. I've actually started carrying, um, I now carry like mosquito stuff in our vehicles. Uh, and so there was a wedding actually the two months ago, uh, they were really bad at Prairie Hill and I like, they're like, Oh, we don't have mosquito spray. And I like sent Larry to run and go get it. And we saved the day and no one died from mosquitoes. Yeah. I mean, but, they can be so bad. It is so nice. That's something to think about if you're getting married in the summer have mosquito spray, spray for your people yeah you may even think about yeah just not even yeah not even just your bridal party but your full like your guests because yeah. that can make it so unpleasant i mean if you've ever been outside hanging out in front of your front yard just sitting down talking to your person and then you start getting bit the minute you get bit you're like oh these are bad we're going inside imagine on your wedding day where you can't do that mm -hmm. you're outside the whole time mm -hmm. and a lot of brides don't know this, but bugs are hardcore attracted to your big white dress. Like, they just go to it like magnets. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I would say bugs, bugs mosquitoes, definitely a, a con yes. of outdoor. Yes. Also, just a random side note, because I know Chris and I both feel this way. We love Prairie Hill. <laughs> Yeah, we do. We love Prairie Hill. Like it That is was not an attack <laughs> no. on Prairie Hill as much as just saying... <laughs> I know it wasn't, but I think it was the second or third time we might have mentioned them because they're only outdoor. Yeah. So I went, we, I love shooting there. It is freaking beautiful. beautiful. It was That's like gorgeous. my top choice for where I wanted to get married. However, I was getting, doing it in July and I was like, eh, I don't want to chance it. But um, some people do and it's great and it's fine and it's hot. You just know, know what you're getting into. But if you're listening, guys, we do love you. <laughs> We do. It's just the first that it comes to because it's all outdoor right now. Yep. But like you said, that's getting ready to change for them. They're going to have They're having an their indoor building. option. Yes. Yeah. Like very soon. Like super yeah. soon. So like, yeah. Like, yeah, the metal this work month, is up. I think. It's happening. I think this month is, is when, or early August. Anyways. Yeah. So if you're getting married at Prairie Hill, it's fine. Even if the or building if is not there. Or if you're listening and you are a vendor from Prairie Hill. We love you guys. We, we 100% love you. Free advertising is what's happening right now. Anyways, cons about getting married outside. Uh, the lighting when you get married outside can either, it can either be a pro or a con. This is so true. So I'm going to talk about it from the con perspective and we'll talk about it from a pro perspective later. But if that sun is high up in the sky and there is no overcast to diffuse it, oh my gosh, somebody is in the sun and somebody's in the shade. That's what I was just about to ask you. Where would you prefer? Would you prefer them be backlit? No. Lit from the front? Lit, from, lit the from, front. from the side? Lit from the front harshly. Everything yeah. is even. Except like unless I'm shooting them from like a side angle. But at least from the front, everybody is even. And then yeah. if I shoot the guests, they're also even. I think I prefer the couple to be lit from the front if possible. I just don't like it when one of them is lit like harshly and the other one is in the shadow yeah because that's it feels like that's almost always the scenario almost that, i always. would say that 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 is that can be a really big con if you're having an outdoor ceremony your ceremony photos are the lighting is not going to be even like i'm trying unless it's an overcast day like because in all of the scenarios like 
even when they're well lit from the front, it's still super harsh. And if you're fair skinned, goodness, you're going to glow like a Christmas tree. Well, and I think I'm, I've grown like to actually like love that. Like not necessarily that, but I've grown to like really love harsh lit ceremonies. To embrace it. Yeah. I love them. I really do love them. But thinking about it from a client perspective, especially thinking about it a summer day, that heat on your face. Oh, like it's going to melt you. You just see the people and like they're just dripping. And I was just in a wedding and there were beads of sweat. I'm, I do not sweat, you guys. I do not sweat. I had beads rolling down my legs standing up at the ceremony and all I could think about is these beads of sweat rolling down my legs. <laughs> like I wasn't thinking about. So imagine being the bride or the groom and they're like wearing like more than I'm wearing. Whoa. That sounds So like I just torture. think about that like potential distraction, that potential mental distraction. Like just like, God, I'm hot. Or, it's God, hard to focus it. on what's being said. Right. That's a con. That could be a con. The weather can be distracting from keeping you from living in the moment. Okay, because I love you're, the way you said that. Because you think about weather, like when it is really, really hot or really, really cold, it's all you think about. And put yourself in, now actually, and I can say this, uh, when Larry and I got married, I had the sunbeam on me, on my face. And my face is really hot, like it's, my highlights are blown. But I was also like, it was really hard for me to focus. I was like, oh my God so hot my face is on fire like yeah. i'm gonna have this and then i started thinking like i'm gonna have a weird tan on my face like what the heck and so it completely pulled me out of and then obviously i had to like keep trying to refocus but yeah it can be distracting yeah that that one i think is potentially takes the cake for me but that's just because we very much talk about like live in your moment and yeah. that can keep you from living in your moment so yeah, that is, the, I mean, there's, there's just, it's the unpredictability of it all. Um, there was another one. God, no, that's, it's unpredictable. It I don't know if we said that already. Yeah, I think we did. I know we talked about that for, for indoor, but yeah, outdoor is the most unpredictable. Like, like the you week just before never the wedding, you're going to get the week before the wedding, like 15 days out from the wedding, you're starting to check the weather. Don't do that, by the way. Don't allow yourself to check the weather. I this and, before. Yes. Give yourself Listen. a three day boundary. Like I will not check the weather until Wednesday before my wedding because. But you have to come up with a good plan B in order to not do that. Ahead of time. Ahead yes. of time. Yeah. Not like, week of like months and months ahead. Like right now as you're listening to this episode, come up with a plan B if you're getting married outside so that the week of the wedding, you're not freakishly stressed and anxious about what am I going to do if the weather sucks? Yeah. Like I just thought living of another, on a hope and a prayer that it's not going to rain or it's not going to be sweltering hot. I just thought of another con potentially for outdoor. Okay. Uh, for reception, sometimes the music doesn't sound as good. If it doesn't, like it just kind of projects and that there's no walls for it to bounce off mm -hmm. of. And that's kind of a pro for indoor weddings. Yes. Con for outdoor, pro for indoor. Yes. But on the flip side, I was going to go into pro. Um, yeah, do it. Pro for, it. for outdoor reception is that you can, like your guests can talk. Like that is something as a guest at a wedding, like as a photographer, I want everybody on the dance floor, but truly not everybody wants to be on the dance floor. Right. And like, that's selfish of me, you know, but as a guest at a wedding, like I'm a lot of times seeing people that I haven't seen in years and I get to catch up with them. 
and yeah. having to go outside to have a conversation to be able to hear like that's it, like a bummer that's true so it's kind of nice true. so pro for one con for indoors that sometimes it can be really hard to talk if that's what you want to do right but again that could be a pro or a con it's just Pick kind your of people the, i mean you know yeah. your people i've had weddings where there's no dancing going on but the couple knew that was they knew their people they knew mm-hmm. that wasn't even going to be a thing mm-hmm. like people are going to be talking you're not going to be disappointed by your people not dancing and you want to cultivate an experience where they're going to be able to like have conversation yeah uh con another con is like electrical so like extension cords like trying to figure out a way to get like the music playing at your ceremony site or like lighting situated in this like pretty little nook in a backyard area like that's just an obstacle to think of but that can be a con you don't have readily accessible electrical outlets always like if you hadn't thought through that already you show up on day of the wedding and you're like oh my gosh, we need, we need 10 15 foot extension cords to get to the ceremony site so that we can have a microphone out there and speakers. Yes. That's a real, now hopefully your ceremony would have, your venue would have said something like, Hey, this is a challenge that people run into, but maybe that's more of like a backyard wedding that I think I'm thinking of, but yeah. But okay. Any pros for outdoors? Yeah, I do. I have some pros. Because I like, I do get real excited about an outdoor ceremony. I do too. I really, really, the look of them is so pretty. If you can put it, sometimes it just hits well to where they're not in the shade. There's like big trees behind them. So the sun has kind of set behind the trees. Like the trees are real big. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking sunset. It's like still three hours before sunset and everything is shaded. Yeah. There's like a good canopy. Yes. Yes. But to where, yeah. It is gorgeous. Oh, so pretty. I love it. It's breathtaking. The look the of outdoor weddings. Oh, they're so pretty. And the look of outdoor receptions are so I'm pretty. I'm still obsessed with Becca's outdoor photos that you guys did. They were so dang good. Dude. I'm like, Becca. I was thinking Becca Louise. Yes. No. Dude. See, and I had beads of sweat dripping down. However, it was amazing. The ceremony was amazing. I don't think she would change a thing about it, even though it was so it was so it was texas humid it was houston humid hot it was so hot and there was no wind and like see this is why i like the wind this is why i like kansas yeah because sometimes a little bit of a relief yeah that little bit of wind can help yeah um but you're right think of some other pros i mean that's i think is the biggest pro is like your photos sometimes outdoor just hits different with (sighs) the lighting man they are beautiful like gorgeous i can't i feel like that is the biggest pro about it is there even are there even other pros i mean you're out in nature and there's just a whole other feel of vibe of like mental health like of just like sometimes being in this atmosphere that's so beautiful that just feels like you're not even where you live right like you're not even in kansas anymore you're not even in uh texas anymore you know like again going back to their wedding it, that didn't look like they were in conroe texas yeah and you're just it, like that. i don't know where it looked like they were but it did not look like that mm-hmm. and so it kind of just your outdoor environment can just create it almost in itself is a form of decoration yeah like the biggest yes. decoration oh, and so point. it just it just changed the whole feel and vibe of it. Okay, well, that's a good point. That's another pro is maybe you don't have to spend as much money on decor to like 
spruce up a building. You have the outdoor, like who needs to spruce up nature, you know? Yeah, technically, I mean, ooh, that that could be a con, you know, for indoor is that if you, a lot of venues, I mean, you're paying for the shell. You yeah. got to fill it. You got to decorate it. Yeah. And when you're outdoors, you can really let nature, you can do something more simplified. You know, it doesn't have to be crazy, mm-hmm. but maybe there's a pressure to be felt to, to decorate a ton for the indoor. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that pro for outdoor. That's yeah. Good. Well, I'm trying because they're, they're really, it's so easy to dog on outdoor, but it's also like my gut wants me to like praise outdoor because it's so, I mean, earth is cool, you know? Yeah, it is. And like, also, if you get married in the middle of a Kansas field, just saying that because that's where we are, it's like, that's home, you know, like I'm home. And so that's kind of cool. It's like its own piece of artwork. And I think there's something special about that. If you get married where you live or if you get married in your favorite place and maybe that's Oregon or, you know, the Florida coast and, you know, Mm -hmm. so there's something beautiful about that because a building can look the same anywhere it's placed. Yeah. Yeah. There's something that just is, there's like this X factor with outdoor that it's hard to like fully, like if you've ever been to a gorgeous outdoor venue, you know that there's, a lot, and when the weather was good and it was perfect and everyone's like, oh my God, this weather, we're just having this amazing weather. Like you would be so upset if you were indoors for that yeah. amazing weather. So my, but, last, but when it hits, it yeah. hits. When I did my last, was it my last Prairie Hill wedding? It might have been my most recent Prairie Hill wedding. It was a like 72 sunny day and it was the most, (sighs) like the sun that you felt felt good. It was beautiful. There was like a very light, oh my God. Literally everybody was talking about the weather all day. And that's normally something that they're like, oh, I have to talk about the weather. Yeah. But we were like all so excited. And and here's the other thing is when that happens, everyone's spirits are lifted to a new level. Oh, I was, yep. Mm-hmm. there's like this euphoria yep. that just comes with like wh- everyone's like energized and invigorated yeah. and it's just so that is like it's such a gamble on outdoor but when, when it, it pays out mm-hmm. dude it's mm-hmm. like no other yeah and so those are like really the only couple of pros that i have to outdoor <laughs> however like there is a part of you where it's worth it like yeah I don't know, man. Like there's a re it's just magic. And I think in part, it's just that like earth is so cool. And like, yeah, I agree. A building can be built, but like earth, earth did this, you know, like, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Like I'm happy thinking about it. And I'm like, I me too. I'm smiling. (laughs) I know. Well, indoor or outdoor, you know, I don't, it's up to you. Ultimately, you know, the biggest thing I, I mean, we talked about this at the uh, the beginning of this episode, but th- where, where do you visualize yourself? Do you visualize yourself in the mountains? You may go, oh, no, that's not me. I'm not a mountains person. Do you vi- visualize yourself in a forest or in a field or whatever? And if you're like, no, I can't visualize myself in you. Well, do you visualize yourself in your church? Is your faith important to you? Do you visualize yourself in this really upscale downtown cool venue if you're like oh my god that's totally me and brian like we that is us we're always downtown like think about where you can visualize yourself and if you can't visualize yourself somewhere like if your faith is if you're someone that has zero attachment to faith it would make zero sense for you to get married in a church Mm -hmm. like no one would ever do that no so think about where you can see yourself and even 
visualize your day playing out. Do I see my wedding party and me dancing on the dance floor outdoors or indoors? Or is it under string lights outdoors? Is it to strobe lights indoor? Like, just imagine your day. And I really do think that can help you, like, decide, like, maybe if you're kind of stuck between both of them. So, in like 2016, I wrote a journal entry. This is what I started my vows off with. And this journal entry was essentially talking about how Justin and I will never get married because he doesn't believe in marriage. And now we're married. But in 2016, I truly was like, that's not in the cards for me. But if we were to get married and what I picture, I still picture that like I have this vivid picture of what my wedding would look like, which it didn't. But it was like we would get married, just the two of us only on like cliffside and then we would like hike down the mountain and like walk through this field to a venue where all of our like friends and family are after we've said our vows and gotten married and walked down and everybody's like cheering for us essentially as we like come in that's cool now i still picture it so vividly and i've already gotten married and i didn't do that but i did something like that like and i said that in my vows like we're not in the mountains, but the Flint Hills will do like all of these yeah. things. You can still implement them, but knowing that vision ahead of time and kind of visualizing it, you can pull like there's a piece of your gut instinct like in there yeah, and you can pull from it. And like, how can you make it feel the way that your like fantasy self pictures? Totally. So I love that. That was really beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you. That was really good. Hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys to to think through indoor outdoor. I can't believe we've never we've never talked about that. And again, this episode maybe may not have been as structured as we typically go point A, point B, point C. Yeah. But sometimes we just want to have a conversation and just let it go wherever it's going to go. Yeah. And I this was one of those weeks. Ones. Yeah, it was it was yeah. a little necessary, but it's also the ones where I feel like people give really good feedback. And they're like, I really liked listening to you guys talk today. I'm like, yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. So, all right, y'all, we are going to get out of here. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bridal Breakdown. Be sure to join our Facebook uh, community on uh, on Facebook at The Bridal. Well, it's, I guess Where it's is it? Ad, on Facebook? But it's, just, it's on Facebook. <laughs> but it's The Bridal Breakdown community. And uh, we've recently had a couple new people join. And we are trying to get conversation going and flowing and sharing selfies and, and funny videos and all the things. So join us there and come hang out with us. Uh, We'll talk to you guys real soon. See you on the flip side.